What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Graveyard Discussions. And if you've been following my Graveyard Gaming updates recently, you know that I've actually went back to Assassin's Creed Origins and Assassin's Creed Odyssey and got the Platinum in both of those games. And while I was doing that, it hit me, you know what? I'd like to do an episode where I just rank my Assassin's Creed games in order from my least favorite to my favorite. So let's start off with what is actually my least favorite. And I know a lot of you might be shocked when I say this, but it's actually Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. Now, a lot of people love this game and consider it one of their favorites. And I do think the recruiting assassins and building them up and then when you're kind of in a tight situation, having them come and help you out is an awesome mechanic and definitely memorable. And that trailer was friggin' awesome as well. But for me... There was just nothing memorable about the actual story or the gameplay. I don't remember any mission or any target being taken out in a way that just blew my mind. I think I had one where I hit on a bench and used some assassins to take them out. But ultimately, it just felt kind of flat. Now, I will say that I did rush this game. I was trying to get through it as quick as possible when I was playing it. So I've always kind of put a caveat. Like, maybe if I went back and played it, I'd find myself enjoying it more. But... Ultimately, for those reasons, this one is actually at the bottom of my list. Now, number 10 on my list is going to be another one controversial because a lot of people would probably say this is another one of their favorites. But for me, Assassin's Creed 4, Black Flag, one of my least favorite. Look, when you're being a pirate and you're just in the open world and, you know, maybe going to different islands and doing forts or something... Fantastic. A lot of fun. Shark fishing. All that stuff. That's great. But when you're being an assassin, it's not that fun. There's a lot of missions that involve you trailing somebody and having to stay so close and not get seen. And while one or two wouldn't have been bad, there is a lot in this game. Then on top of that, you have the story, which I love them going after apples. And eventually later in the series, they would kind of change it around a little bit more to not just apples from the Yitsu that they were going for, but different artifacts. This game, though, has probably the dumbest one they ever did, and it's a little cube that if you get blood, you can find that person anywhere in the world. And the problem I have with that is, who's if I want to chase my enemy, how am I going to get his blood and then follow him anywhere? Like, it just, it didn't make sense. It didn't make sense in the idea of why would the Yitsu create this. I just didn't get it. Uh, Edward himself didn't really care about being an assassin until the very end of the game, while there were some really cool moments, and I did enjoy some of it, ultimately, I had fun with the game, but it, it wasn't what I wanted out of an Assassin's Creed game. And that's not to mention that after the first, you know, Desmond storyline with the game, we had a really cool present day section. In Assassin's Creed 4, it went really stupid with the meta version of, oh, you're working on a video game and... And this is what you're doing. Like, that, that that was dumb. You could clearly tell that the creator of the series had left and they did not know where to take this part of the game. For that reason, Assassin's Creed 4 is number 10 on my list. Now, number 9, I actually feel really bad about putting this game number 9 because I do feel like it deserves a little bit more recognition. But it's just to speak of how good this series is. And that is Assassin's Creed Unity. And a lot of people would be like, what are you talking about? That's the worst one. No. That had the worst launch of an Assassin's Creed game, but the game itself was awesome. First off, the story was great. Elise and Arno, they had this, you know, lovers on the opposite sides of the pages type thing going on. I, I really enjoyed their love story. 
The city of Paris was beautiful. I dare say that's one of the best looking games on this generation. PS4, Xbox One, it doesn't matter. I bet it still holds up well. I mean, they did a fantastic job with this. You could be going through the streets and guillotines would be going on. You could see somebody get beheaded. Now, here's the thing. I never actually seen that, but I know it's in the game. But, I mean, there's just so much fun. It brought back the idea of being an assassin and sneaking and finding the best way to take out your target, which is what I really loved about the original game, and I'll get to that. But this game brought it back to where you literally could go into an area, know they have a target, and find different ways to take him out and feel like an assassin. Uh, I loved it. I was a little let down by the ending. Uh, you know, you ultimately are not an assassin at the end of the game, from my understanding. And And then also, I have to point out that Ubisoft just went ridiculously crazy with the amount of, of interaction between the app for the game and the game with these chests they wanted you to find that just cluttered your map up. It didn't really add anything, and I, there were just some mistakes. And also, the combat for me wasn't wasn't what I wanted from the game. So for that, that's why it's a little bit lower on this list at number 9. But overall, if you never played Unity, Unity is a solid game in this series. Number eight on my list is Assassin's Creed 3. A lot of people didn't like Assassin's Creed 3, and I get it. And the beginning is a very slow tread. Actually, the first sequence is pretty fun. When you're playing as Haytham and you're coming to the new world and figuring things out, it's when you start playing as Connor and it starts holding your hand for far too long that it hurts the game. However, once it lets go and you're a full-grown assassin Connor, the game is fantastic. I love the story. I love the Forrest Gump style, like just interacting with these different, you know, major political figures and historical figures from 1776. I thought that was fantastic, man, honestly. I really enjoyed the story and, you know, you get to build your homestead. And I thought that was a really cool side as well. The gameplay itself was fantastic. I mean, a lot of people talk about it. I like feeling like a badass assassin in these games. Like, I don't want to feel like just one guy can take me out. That was my problem with Unity. If you got into a fight with a group of people, you might want to run. In Assassin's Creed 3, if you got in a fight with a group of people, once you really got that combat down, there was nothing to stop you. Uh, I loved that. And there was a really poignant moment at the end of the game where... You know, Connor is sitting there and they're celebrating their freedom in America. And he looks over and there's slaves being sold. And I thought that really spoke very well to what they were trying to accomplish with this story. So between the story, the setting itself, running through the woods is fantastic. The characters of Haytham and Connor and, you know, just everybody involved. I thought it was a fantastic game. I absolutely loved it. Number seven on this list is Assassin's Creed Revelations. And here's the funny thing about Assassin's Creed Revelations. When it first came out, I started it and it was very meh. Again, I really didn't like Brotherhood. So I actually played the first little bit of Revelations and thought, oh, I think I'm done with this series. Eventually, I ended up getting it on PS3 again and decided, all right, I'm going to give it another shot. And once I got past the first sequence or two, I absolutely fell in love with the game. Now, one thing about me is I love games that have economy. And while Brotherhood did do this, and I'll give that to its credit, Revelations had this. It made me really fall in love with the game. I love just buying stores and then, you know, investing in them and then eventually making money off of that. The story of Revelations was really well done. I love the fact that Ezio, for all his ups and downs, finds somebody he really, really loves. 
Meanwhile, you're dealing with Altair and kind of getting some redemption for him for the way his character was kind of portrayed at times during the first game and just learning more about that lore. And I'm a big fan of the Itsu and those who came before. And this was the game that really said, okay, after the twist in two revelations, we're going to show you what happened. We're going to show you this catastrophe and kind of give you an idea of what is actually going on in this universe. And I loved it. I had a ton of fun with this game. Number six on my list is Assassin's Creed 2. This is a great game. This is one of the top games of that generation of the PS3 and the Xbox 360 generation. For one, Ezio is probably the most iconic character out of the entire series. You had a great story that started from his birth, literally his birth, all the way to him becoming a full-fledged assassin and kind of starting what would become his legacy. With twists and turns and a great villain and an ending that was just like, what? Like it was mind-blowing. That they kind of, if you went out of your way, you could kind of see where it was going to come from with the truth that you would find through the world. But I don't think anybody was actually prepared for the moment they get in the vault after fighting the Pope. <laughs> of all people, you fight the Pope. I just thought that was mind-blowing. Like, I really was like, wow, this is this is fantastic. My only issue with 2, and why I actually put it lower on the list than, say, Assassin's Creed 1, is I felt like the game kind of changed on if you had a target. It wasn't really about sneaking and finding a way to get that major target. It was, they knew you were going to come. You might find a way to sneak around some of the guards, but you were going to fight that target. And I hadn't quite embraced that, you know, action style of the series yet. But that brings us right into number five on my list, Assassin's Creed 1. And what I loved about Assassin's Creed 1 is if you sat there and did every little thing you could do, in each sequence you did all the pickpocketing you did all the overhearing stuff and just the different things you could do you would eventually find for every target his weakness and how to stealthily kill him i still remember two one is going in with a group of monks and you're blending in with them and right when the guy goes to say something or do something you leap out and you have killed the guy with your hidden blade and before his enemies can get to you you've already you go out a way that you had found was the Nobody would be covering, and you sneak out, and within no time, you're clear. I love that. Then there was one with a party that they said at a certain time he'll go up alone to be, you know, alone in his room or whatever it was, but you could climb a tree and get right into his room, kill him, and get out of there without causing a scene. I dug that. I love the world that we were getting in this this whole new series and just the way it was done out. Yeah, you know, it was very basic, and <laughs> traveling from one city to another was forever long, but... I knew playing this game, I was going to love the series. Now moving to a, number four on my list is Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And this is probably from a gameplay feature, from a world feature, from all you want to do with it, the best game of the series. You know, even the new things like customizing your armor. If you like a certain armor, but you find a more powerful armor, but you like that original look, you can actually change and make that new armor look like the previous one. I really enjoyed that. Uh, you know, you get back into the ship battles and just this massive world with land to explore, underwater to explore, a really cool story. You know, at the beginning of the game, you choose either you're going to be Alexios or Cassandra. And from there, it will change how you play the game. And what I love about it, too, is the RPG elements and your choices in the game can change the ending. I know two people that had pretty much my understanding is they had the same ending. 
I was talking to my friend. I told him my ending. Mine was way, way different. But you know what? I also felt really good about my ending because it spoke to the way I interacted with people and played. So I enjoyed that. My problem with the game, and I've said it a few times, is because it is set so far back in history, there's no mention of assassins or Templars. It's before those terminologies came into it. And honestly, there's very little ties to the franchise. There's one storyline that kind of deals with the Itsu, those who come before. I enjoyed it. It wasn't my favorite, but, you know, there's that. Now, the DLC, on the other hand, the Legacy of the Hidden Blade, really kind of helps bring that those two worlds together, and I love that. But as far as the base game, it's a little too removed. In fact, I think if you took that one storyline out and just would have called the game Odyssey, nobody would have known it was tied to the Assassin's Creed series at all. So that's why it's a little farther down on my list. Number three is Assassin's Creed Rogue, and I will champion this game as much as I can. This game was fantastic. I love the idea that you see that the assassins are not always right, and in fact, sometimes they will make some mistakes that could have some serious consequences. And one of the assassins, Shay McCormick, realizes that and says, enough, and bolts. He eventually becomes a Templar. And then you're hunting down some people that you know from the series that really was kind of tough to do, but it was a great game. And it was built off of Assassin's Creed 3 and Assassin's Creed 4. So you got ship battles, you got a ton of areas to go to, a great combat system. The biggest difference with it and 4 is 4 is in the Caribbean and this is in the Arctic, but again, it's fantastic. Probably my only issue with it is... The game is all about you becoming a Templar, and you really don't become a Templar until very late. In fact, you're an assassin in the beginning, you spend a good number of sequences, kind of an in-between role, until you become actual assassin. However, the cool thing is, this game ties into Assassin's Creed Unity in a very, very cool way, but also in a way that when you play Assassin's Creed Unity and you have the chance of actually wearing Shay's outfit, it just feels kind of wrong. But it's a cool little tie-in. Number two on my list is Assassin's Creed Origins. Look, I said Assassin's Creed Odyssey is the best game of the series. I think this actually might be the best Assassin's Creed game that has been released. Egypt is fantastic. It is awesome. It is huge, by the way. I recently found a map that kind of compared Egypt and the world of Odyssey. And it's pretty close. It's not, you know, 100% match for match but it's it's pretty close it ties so well into the lore of how we go from this period of time to why the assassins do what they do in the first assassin's creed game everything from why they have the symbol to why no one's married bayak and aya are just these great characters and what starts off as a simple revenge story becomes so much bigger so much more you know it's not only about the beginnings of the assassins you also see the beginnings of the templars I just, I loved everything about the game. You know, you deal with the Itsu as well. Uh, this was absolutely just a fantastic game. I absolutely love it. If you've not played it, check this game out. And number one on my list is Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Look, it's, from a gameplay perspective, probably not as good as Odyssey or Origins, but it is by far my favorite one. You know, I mean, I love the Fry Twins. I hated that this game kind of had to deal with the fact that Unity was so universally panned at launch because I think it affected the sales. 
and people willing to try Syndicate. But Syndicate was fantastic. One, it had a great combat system, kind of building on what was in 3, 4, and Rogue. But this was just a fantastic game. I loved the storyline. I was hoping we'd see more with it. Even the present day, which I've kind of left out on a few of these games, but the present day I was really enjoying as well. As it was first person, and most of it was kind of cutscenes you were seeing, but there were certain things in there that were building up to this awesome confrontation with Juno, and you were finding out Desmond had a son, and man, this was going to be some cool stuff. Now, unfortunately, Ubisoft decided all that was going to be done in a comic book of all places, but... It was really well done. I was hooked on it. I actually was going to step away from the Assassin's Creed series after Unity, feeling kind of burned out. This game had me so excited for the next game, which ironically was going to be two years away. But I loved this game. I highly recommend this game. London itself is awesome. And it does build on what Unity did, where you'll go to take a target out. And again, you have several different options to go to it. So... Definitely something. If you've never played it, give it a shot. Well, guys, that's me ranking the Assassin's Creed series. I'd love to know what you think. You can always email me at thegraveyardgamer at gmail.com. You can always hit me up on Instagram at thegraveyardgamer and on Twitter at thegygamer. But until next time, I'll be creeping around the graveyard. <laughs>